Welcome to the Indoors Podcast. I am your host, Asher Korn. This project was created at the height of social distancing to give a voice to local artists and bands to share their stories in their own words and to find ways we can all continue to help support each other. All artists featured on this podcast submitted a sample of their music and a small bio about themselves. On this episode, I interview Robert Boehm and Edgar Lujan from the four-piece, let's say, Doomer band, Seam Ripper, formed in Greeley, Colorado. Seam Ripper is a newer project with heavy ties to the DIY community and actively supports efforts like this podcast to bring the community together to help keep local alive. Coming up next is their song Cabrini Green, followed by an exclusive interview with Seam Ripper.
My name is Robert Baim. I'm the drummer for Seam Ripper, but I've pretty much been doing music my entire life. Just kind of stuck at home, thanks to the whole pandemic right now. I'm Edward Lujan, and I have been playing music for over 10 years. And same thing, just stuck at home, chilling, relaxing, kicking back, wondering what's next. We're both in the band Seam Ripper here in Greeley, Colorado. In the form, you are classified as a doomer band. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's my classification of a band. I'm kind of very nihilistic, not necessarily sad. It doesn't have to be sad, but some people will view it as sad, but nihilistic for sure. Very staring deep into the void, that sort of angle. I like to play a lot with cosmicism, but that's just my description. Robert probably has something else because... We never really talked about what we wanted in this band. We each just came in here and did what we felt is right. <laughs> yeah, it weirdly started off as uh, something different, just something softer than we've normally been playing. We were in a kind of like a pop punk thing before, and this just ended up being, I don't know, every time we got a new band member or something, it just kind of morphed into something different, and it's weirdly like 80s synth which I, I don't know, it's been a whole lot of fun. It's been something different, something I haven't ever played or explored before it's been a really real fun time mainly the music i've played has always been kind of more along the lines of like metal or hardcore or punk or something like that i just like to play fast and i like very physical playing like as a drummer just kind of like just showing off the whole time but this is a lot more laid back kind of takes me out of my comfort zone a lot which is good yeah it's good for for me uh, i think i'd like to kind of grow as a musician but it's yeah it's something i've never done before it's been a whole lot of fun can you describe what a Seam Ripper show looks like? Yeah, so right before everything happened, we were actually just getting show ready. The band had just gotten us. We've never played a show yet. All the individual members have played shows, minus our bassist. But we were just show ready. We were starting to look for shows. We had just recorded a little EP. And I mean, I think we had a show lined up and it immediately got canceled due to the, due to the pandemic. And so we've just been kind of sitting on our hands, not being able to practice. It's You can't really look up or try and book a show right now. So just been kind of hanging out, not not doing much, really. Yeah, it's really hard to get your name as a band or be known or any in any sense if you don't have no shows. And I think playing live shows is the biggest part of being in any type of band, is being able to produce what you do in your basement or in your living room, wherever, to an audience even if that audience is just one. Yeah, I played to a lot of empty rooms. And like, <laughs> I would love to play to an empty room right now. That would be good. That just sounds sound great. Guy. That does sound yeah. great. <laughs> just a sweaty basement playing to the sound guy. That would be wonderful right now. That actually does sound really like a lot of fun. I'm the sound guy. Perfect. That must have affected a lot of things you had planned. Well, yeah, because I mean, we had just started looking at like getting merch, getting shows lined up, pressing CDs and all that stuff. I mean, we recorded the album in Edgar's basement, actually, and uh, we were just getting ready to put that out and try and push that or whatever. But I mean, most of our ideas were just buy merch and give it away, which is fine if you go to shows and people show up like that because at the time we all had really good jobs and uh it's been a little it's been a little harder now that was our grand plan was just merch and shows and do that as long as we could and all that's been put on hold it's been kind of hard to like get in touch with people for stuff like that too now uh, everyone everything's kind of up in the air no one really knows 
exactly when they're going to be back up and running for stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's put a lot more of the future up to question just because like our bass player lives kind of far away. I don't know. We can, sometimes it feels like everyone's just kind of getting like, there's that big excitement when you start a band, everyone's like, we got to do shows. We got to do this CDs, recording, uh, shirts, whatever. You got to get all that stuff done. Everyone's hyped. Our songs sound great. Everyone's having fun. And then if that starts to wear off, it's like, well, what happens next? Is everyone out or so it kind of feels like we don't talk about it as much or we've stopped talking about it as much. And yeah, I don't know. It, it just feels like this might just kill the band sometimes. Y'all are newer to the scene. I know you have Cabrini Green ready. Are there any other future projects that we can anticipate in the future for Seamrather? Yeah, actually, we just, we have the, one of our, the other song I think uh, we wanted to put out was Caniculus. Uh, which is, is Latin for bunny? Yeah, for rabbit. Yeah, for rabbit. Yeah, I have uh, a little and... rabbit named Black Phillip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wanted to put like a little video out for that too. That's kind of been put a little bit on the back burner, but we're we're trying to get that up and running. That's about it. That's about all we've got right now, though. I think. Yeah, and just like that six song EP. Oh right, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, the Robert recorded it in my basement, like we mentioned earlier. So that would be something we'd want to be put out. I think us as a band or individuals, we can each take a song and may potentially work on visuals for each one just because that'd be an outlet to use to be able to get our music out, at least on like on Instagram, definitely Bandcamp and whatever outlet other outlets are out there that we might see efficient to utilize. But definitely a six song EP and potentially a lyric video and just projects like what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about the song that was submitted? Uh, yeah, that oh, would that's... be Cabrini Green. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, lyrically, I got inspiration from the movie Candyman. And specifically, Cabrini Green is a neighborhood that that movie took place in. I think it's super referential to a very cool, suspenseful story about superstition as well as racial disparities, which is really nice to look at because you get both levels of horror as well as you learn something from it. So there's some very good, interesting history about the neighborhood of Cabrini Green that is shown in that film. Instrumentally, I'm not too sure. It's hard to peg. To me, it sounds a little bit like new wave, indie rock. I mean, that's really where I would put it out. What do you think, Robert? I don't know, because when you're practicing it, it sounds way different. But then when you put it down to a recording, the song's like super airy and really laid back. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I would say something more like New Wave. Yeah, just if it, all the songs kind of feel like this old 80s synth kind of thing going on, like The Cure or something. But it's it's a little more... With like random screamo happen. thrown in. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some just some screamo at some, like some points in our songs. It's pretty chaotic. There's not any of that in Cabrini Green. Cabrini Green's pretty straightforward, like an indie yeah. rock tune. But... Yeah, but yeah, it's, like, it's a lot more like energetic most of the time. Yeah. I do have a question. It's not related to anything, but there's been this meme floating around, The Cure versus The Smiths. Mm-hmm. Do you have a team? <laughs> the Cure. <laughs> yeah, I would probably pick The Cure, too. I was never really a fan of The Smiths. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, I, I see what they did, but yeah, I'm not a fan of The Smiths. What are some of the better ways that we as a community can continue to support Seam Ripper or help support Seam Ripper? Right now, we don't have anything up, but I guess just look out for shows in the future. And then, make, most importantly, just make sure you stay safe and stay healthy because the 
more everyone stays healthy and safe, the faster things open, the faster we can get back to doing stuff like playing shows and all that fun stuff. So I agree. That's how you, uh, you can help us is by staying home um, and supporting your favorites. We don't have anything online, but the fact that you would support any other local is is big for us because we as well also support our local favorites. If you could have like a dream lineup of any local bands with you as the headliner, who would you choose to play with you? To play with us, I would choose obviously the Plasma Canvas up and coming. I think I'd be really sick to play a show with them. My good buddy and Yale would be interesting. Jackson Watkins, he's cool. It'd be cool to oh, play a show with him. It'd be rad. And then... Yeah, the last, the last show that we went to was uh, Yale and Rose Variety. Girl in the Band. R- Rose Variety was... Oh, yeah, Girl in the Band. I was at that yeah. show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose Variety was great. Yeah, they're super fun. Yeah, that show was yeah, fantastic. Was I would love to play it. I think the thing with our band is that we've left it so interesting genre-wise. Like, there's not a set genre that we decided to go with. So we're able to play with a variety of musicians. And if you are into that type of show where all the bands are similar in some way, then I think we'd be able to fit the bill for any. But I think playing with you would be nice. Yeah, I agree. It's so funny. I did um, interviews with both Yale and Rose Variety, too. So it's so wholesome. Crossover episode. Let's get it. (laughs) No, that's great. Yeah, we've been friends with Jackson for a while. These are super cool. He's the first. Wasn't he the first show that I played with? I moved up to Colorado about like six years ago. Now he was the second. We played with, I don't know if you were around, whatever, Old Sport was up in Fort Collins. They moved to Denver since then, but... Yeah, they were our first one. Yeah, we, had, uh, that they had, we had Blue Lane play in your basement. Oh, when yeah. Me and Aaron played that acoustic set. That was the 80s prom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was oh, no. that was good. That was a good show. <laughs> my, my favorite part about the band 80s prom was that Edgar was not in it, but he was the only one recognized as being a member of 80s prom. I really was. They would go do shows out at the bars or something, and they like people would come up to me and be, "Oh, you're an '80s prom, huh?" I'd be like, "No, I was just like sitting there supporting my friends." But for some reason, yeah, he was just sitting at the bar. <laughs> oh man. Do y'all have a favorite DIY house? I used to go to the Sunset House. I played the Hillcrest maybe like once in a couple of years, but I haven't really been active in band stuff, and over about like actually playing music in a while. So I haven't been able to play any venues as far as playing, but the Hillcrest is the only one that I can recognize right now or remember. Hillcrest was really good. I haven't played a lot of shows since I've been in Colorado. When I was in Arizona, I played a ton with bands out there. But uh, in Arizona, we have the Doghouse, but that has since uh, <laughs> the owners got kicked out because we like broke a bunch of windows uh, one time. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, it Just... was the big like local hero tour kickoff and some people were crowd surfing in this dude's kitchen and uh, they threw him through a window. He was fine, but the window was not. Whatever. That's so Windows fun. are meant to be broken. Oh my God. <laughs> Windows are meant yeah. to be broken. Sometimes you just got to break a window, you know? Mm-hmm. It's always great. Must have been a good show. Good. I saw this one video circulating Twitter where Denny's briefly became a house show. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they, like, crashed it. I love that video. It's yeah, my they, favorite. It's so they, like, good. Had, like, a or something, and a bunch of people donated to get the whatever Denny's all repaired. Really? That's, oh, that's cool. Really nice. Yeah, that is cool. Well, that's yeah, the thing uh, about community. 
That's why convenience yeah. is so important. Because the kid who was promoting that. it got stuck with the bill and they set up a GoFundMe or something and they paid That's for perfect. it. That's perfect. That's why this one of this community is one of the best ones to be a part of. Perfect. Yeah. Example. DIY. Yeah. So this final question I have prepped. Any last words? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to reiterate what you mentioned earlier is to stay home so we can get this over and done with and continue back to our normal lives and breaking windows and so. Yeah, breaking windows of house shows, dude. <laughs> a quick shout out to, to Yale and Rose Variety. Uh, Rose Variety has been posting a lot lately that they have been recording an album in their own basement. And I guess that's going to happen soon. Stay safe, stay healthy. And I can't wait to see everybody at a show. Thank you for listening to the Indoors Podcast. I want to give a huge thank you to Edgar and Robert. I had so much fun talking to you and getting to know you and Seam Ripper on such a personal level. I find it really ironic that we were at the same show and never actually met, so I hope one day I get to go to one of your shows and meet you in person. A quick disclaimer as well, breaking windows can be very dangerous and it is not something to try at home. As we discussed in this episode, I did interview Yale and Rose Variety, but I also have an episode with Girl in a Band recorded, and I will be releasing that soon. Make sure to check kcsufm.com to listen to old episodes or new ones when they are released. I'd like to thank my producer, Matt Gusmarati, for helping me create this series. Thank you to KCSU, and a huge thank you to you for the continued support of this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Indoors.